When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learned. learned the Kentucky learned. Derby ended in controversy on Saturday. Maximum security won, then got disqualified for swerving in front of two other horses on the far left turn. Interference! Yes. So after a 22 minute review, Country House was declared the winner after coming in second at a 65 to 1 odds. Woo-hoo! If you bet on that horse, you are raking in the money. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they do they suspect or have accusations of m- malice? Do they think this the jockey did it on purpose? From what the maximum security? From what some of the my gambling buddies on my paranormal team said yesterday <laughs> that are really yeah. into it said that um, he just got spooked. There was something oh, okay. that happened, and he you know wasn't anything that he intentionally did so okay it's uh, in the 145 year history of the derby only one other winner has been disqualified it happened in 1968 when the winner failed a post race drug test so yeah, but never disqualified in this way ever <laughs> yeah okay it's nuts it is nuts and uh, like i said if you bet on that horse country house you had a 65 to 1 odds you Ooh. are so happy today very happy. According to TMZ, Kim Kardashian makes a million per Instagram post. Wow. So she is wow. toting some kind of company like, hey, look at my sarong that I have on. Million bucks. Wow. Um, and she's not the only one. Her sister Kylie Jenner reportedly makes that much too. That's uh, nuts. That's just, I, 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 okay. The million, yeah. you guys. It's wow. just, just for a post. Oh my gosh, it's our, just outstanding. Our posts are worth about 75 cents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think and so. we're not getting paid. <laughs> All but right. imagine, though, the access they get to their followers. I mean, they are doing something right. Like, yeah, that's true. All those followers and they listen. True. Yeah. It's not like it Oof. just happens and then goes away. It's still on there. You know, yeah. people yeah. can look at all their. Yeah. All right. So she just helped free a guy named Jerry uh, Jeffrey Stringer. You know, because she's into freeing criminals that are locked up. Um, he's yep. been locked up for 22 years on a drug possession conviction. He got life because of the three strikes law. Hey, I make fun of her just as much as the next person, but she's doing yeah. good like this. Yep. You can't make fun of her for that. Oh, my gosh. Law school, too. So. Yep. Yeah, good for her. Bravo to her. All right, Danica Patrick and Aaron Rodgers, they've been dating since uh, at least January 2018. And, um, you know, they're a sports power couple. He's a football player. She's a race car driver. Um, she is not pregnant, you guys. 
She posted something on her Instagram, a photo with her sister, Brooke. And in the post, she said, "Um, I had a great discussion with my sister that covered a lot of topics, especially pertaining to kids. And I got some good advice. Well, people took that as that she was pregnant with Aaron Rodgers' baby. Um, She is not. She had to, you know, clear up that rumor. Hey, can I add one little thing? I just logged on to the Twitter. Sure, Uh, People are freaking out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a test. Meghan Markle is in labor. I repeat. Oh my God! Let, Lex, Lex, wake <laughs> oh up, gosh. Lori. Bar, wake up, Lori Bargini. Wake Uh-oh. up, Lori. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is not. Yeah. Whoa, oh, I, whoa! This is not a test. This oh, is not a test. Oh, the royal police. Yes. Wow. And wow, that's, cool. That's she's latest. In labor. She's and in gentlemen, she's in labor. Yes. <laughs> you can find all that information on our app. I'm sure they will post that immediately, or on our website, mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On this Monday, May 6, 2019, I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thank you for being here. We greatly appreciate your attendance. You're the best in the world. That's right. Hope you had a really good weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw a lot of you at Garth Brooks. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Fine. Uh, Yeah. On Saturday, what a beautiful day, by the way, for a concert. It was gorgeous. Beautiful day to be in a historical museum. That's right. While we were outside, Dawn was in a historical oh, museum, yeah. uh, knocking over uh, uh, preci- precious, priceless books. Uh, oh, yeah, knocking oh, them to the ground. Oh, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Dawn. Yep, Hashtag way yep. to go. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so, Lex, um, yeah. how, how did your family event go over the weekend? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay. My uh, godson and nephew, he received his first communion. Mm. Big deal. One of the sacraments mm-hmm. and sat yeah. through the hour and a half mass, which oh. I have not done that in a very long time. A Catholic That's mass. like a movie girl. You could watch uh, <laughs> a Tommy Boy or, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, yes. yeah, that's yeah. about the running time. Yeah. Stand up, sit down, kneel, kneel, kneel. There was a lot of that going on and standing up for a good 12 minutes at a time. But um, it was a beautiful service and really fun to see him in his little suit and get his first <laughs> communion. And it was just a great family event. Afterward, there was a party at uh, his house, my brother's house, and okay, okay. Um, before I'm one, of, I'm one of his godparents, so it's on Helen, me, and then on my sister-in-law's side, it was it's one of her her brother and his wife. Okay, so we both you know took pictures, and it was just great. And I was thinking before this, what do I get him as a gift? So I went to one of the religious stores in the Twin Cities, and I was looking around, and there was this whole little First Communion area. Okay. And I see oh, there's a little cross, there's a frame. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get him this frame because that's really cute. It says Growing Grace, and there's a little Bible verse, and one of the pictures that he takes, you know, for his communion, that would be perfect to put that in there. So I'm like, yes, perfect, I'm going to get that. It's perfect. And then I get him a little bookmark for his Bible, and... Um, I also put some Japanese candy in there because, of course, just because you know, yeah, like, you're Alexis. Yeah, I know he loves that. It's like the little whistle <laughs> candles and I was uh, candies, and I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. So I wrap that up. Okay, we get to the party, we have food, and uh, he's opening his gifts, and I am so grateful. Thank you, God, for letting him open my gift first. 
Why why were you grateful <laughs> that he opened your gift first? Because mine was the most boring gift of all. <laughs> I got him a frame. You know, for a nine-year-old, that is the worst gift ever. And admittedly, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, yeah. well, you know, what could be lasting? You know, he'll look at this when he's an adult and go, oh, my God, Mom gave me this. And God, you know, on hill, too. But, you know, he didn't care what I got. I told him, what do you think of this? I sent him a picture, and he's like, I don't care. You do whatever you want. So I was like, okay, great. So I ended up getting it. And, uh, yeah, so... He opens up a few more gifts after me uh-huh. or after our gift. And um, yeah. then he opens up his other godparents gift. Okay. And it's a big, so all the other gifts were in a bat, like a gift bag with tissue. Yeah. Was it an Xbox? <laughs> Close, Chase. <laughs> Close. Oh, no, no. It was a big box wrapped in this awesome paper. <laughs> and it was way bigger than all of our other rest of the gifts. I'm like, what the heck is that? It's a, a big car. Bible. <laughs> right, I was kind of hoping it was a big Bible or Bible. like a Jesus cutout or something, you know, like something that he, you know, would you put your face in the standee. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like put your face in the apostles' head, yeah. you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Take a picture, friends. Oh no, he opens it up. They got him a Nerf gun. It was the coolest Nerf gun I've ever seen. It was huge. It had this big double barrel. And (laughs) I was just like, oh, man, I got him the dumb frame. Godmother Alexis is lame. I repeat, Godmother Alexis is lame. (laughs) Even my Japanese candle whistles couldn't even compare. Uh, no, Lex. To what, Nerf gun? You oh. got him a frame. Oh, you my gosh. You got a kid a picture frame. Yes. I, Th- what were you I'm thinking, glad you're talking Alexis. about this because I don't know. Th- things have changed. I wouldn't have known. I mean, we oh. always get religious gifts yeah. for anybody that we're godparents to. It's yeah. been a number of years since I've been a godmother, but I am one to my niece. Yeah. But two of my nieces and... There's no way I would. I mean, we get them like a little like rosary or something. It's yeah. Yeah. I just thought, oh, that was a little sentimental thing. And, you know, of course, his mom loved it. She's like, oh, perfect. I had to get a frame anyway. And this is even better. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. great. Oh. <laughs> <Keywords>. <laughs> I'm like, I should have got a Beyblade. Yeah. Keywords. Mom <laughs> likes the frame. Oh, right. my gosh. Oh. oh, Lex. But. I just, I didn't realize, oh. you know, you hear of mommy wars. Now we have the God mommy wars. <laughs> yeah. I was just you like, lost. I looked at her, I go, you got him a Nerf gun? <laughs> I was like, girl, you win. That oh, is amazing. No. Oh, it's, you, Can you it, put holy like... water in it to squirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soak the bullets good, in holy good water. Good for exorcisms. Yeah. Oh, oh, Lex. It's like that scene. It's like that scene in Bridesmaids where where they they compete for the speeches. It's like oh, you know, they keep going back and forth. Oh gosh, Lex. Oh. Hashtag frame fail, Lex. Frame fail on that one. Yeah, I even made a special trip because yeah, I'm like thinking, okay, this is a this is a big deal. It's one of the sacraments. You know, we worked really hard to get Mm -hmm. here, and oh yeah. Oh, 
Lex. <sighs> that is some good humor right up in there. That is that is quality. Oh, what was his now again? What was his reaction when he opened up your lame frame? Well, what, he was what like, he "What is this <laughs> frame? Lame frame? He didn't even know what it was." Yeah. I'm sorry, dog. What is this? The word, the word "lame" slipped out before I could catch it. I'm sorry. It was lame. I will fully admit that. He pulled it out. It was in a box. You know, it was all wrapped in bubble. And he was like, "Auntie, what is this?" And I go, "Well, look at the side. It's a little frame. It says growing grace, and then there's a there's a Bible verse at the bottom." He goes, "Oh." Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And he had opened his card and he was reading and and the little bookmark. It's like this cute little metal bookmark that like mm-hmm. I was like, that's for your Bible. And yeah. he was like, oh, thanks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he does not care. He was he, like, great, thanks. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget with that frame, I also got you some jellyfish licorice from Japan too. <laughs> Here's some gross candy. <laughs> to go as you're staring at your frame for hours and hours, please enjoy some 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 jellyfish licorice. Oh it's also gosh, a whistle, so you can call for help. <laughs> I love these. I'm gonna get some for you guys because. Oh. I think you'll like it, but you're right. Okay. As a kid, they're like, it is strawberry flavored. And I thought, oh, this is great. All the other kids wanted one. But he was like, mm. Dot, oh, he'll use the whistle to call his friends over to save him because he's going to be having too much fun looking at that frame. Yeah. Hours and hours Help of me. fun. Help yeah. me. Um, I am having so much fun looking at. <laughs> let myself. Auntie. I'm letting myself go. I'm having too much fun looking at Auntie Lex's frame. Great. Oh, my God. Or he calls, yeah, he's calling for his friends to pick up the Nerf bullets as he yes. uses the frame as a target. Yeah. Oh, oh Lex. That yeah. is good, girl. So that, so is... that happened. But they're they're like the best godparents. I mean, right when he was born, they opened up a bank account for him. Oh, hell. So every birthday they put money in. Oh, and all my this other God. Stuff. And so I told Angel, I was like, hey, do we need to be doing that? And he's like, Step no, we don't. We do our we do our own thing. And I was like, okay, but I feel so inadequate right now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. God, it is really like godmom wars. That's yeah. funny. Oh, mine Ooh. didn't. I just got encyclopedias from my godmom. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. Nice. One a year yeah. or was it One the full a year. set? Oh. Yeah, I, we only got up to S. I only got up to S. Yeah. Oh, my godmother, she actually, I, and I started to do this, and then I guess I fell off the last couple of years now that I think about it, but she would give us a Christmas ornament every year, which was really nice. So then I had a 18 Christmas ornaments. Oh, yeah. cute. That yeah, were different. That's a cute but, idea. Oh, you know, back so then, gross. too, it was, like, it was like opening a frame. Like, great. I get a Christmas ornament. Now you get Mommy. presents for everything. Right. Yeah. See, that's... yeah. Mommy, I'm going to go to my room <laughs> and play with my friends. <laughs> I don't want dinner tonight. I'm just going to be in my room playing with my picture frame from Auntie Alexa. <laughs> Is that Bible verse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to shoot myself Mommy. in the chest with this Nerf gun because I want to die. <laughs> Mommy, can I be excused from the table so I can go play with my picture frame? <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> What's your nephew's name, Lex? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jack! <laughs> Jack, what do you want to what do you want to bring to your friend Timmy's sleepover? Can I bring Auntie Alexis' picture frame? I think my friends will like it as much as I do. <laughs> I'll read the Bible verse before we go to bed. <laughs> I know, and we're oh. making more fun of it than you yeah. know. But it's hilarious, though. But it, oh, is, it is. I did it's, feel it's, like, ooh, ah. You know, you know what? Heart. It's because it's you. That's why it's so darn funny. It's like, <laughs> here, Jack, I got you a picture frame. <laughs> I oh. drove all the way up to Maple Grove for this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh, it is coming up on uh, six. Oh, it's actually eight sixteen. It's not coming up on. When we return, she's back from her boat. Elizabeth <laughs> Reese is here with the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Mom, can we read the praying Bible verse one more time before we go to bed? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Jason. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Chase with Lex. <laughs> Lex and Dawn and Elizabeth Reese is here at the Dirt Alert. Now, welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank you, friends. Okay, now before we get to Elizabeth, you know what happens on Mondays. 651-641-1071. Time to weave your dream. Did you have a dream? You don't know what it's about. Maybe a squirrel attacked you uh, and and, (laughs) it pulled out all your hair and you don't know what that means. 651-641-1071. Call Dawn now. Please be concise and we'll weave your dream after this. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. I missed you guys. We missed you. I was all across the world. I saw Norway and I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. But I'm happy to be back with you. Oh, your your pictures were just straight up dreamy. Oh, man. If you missed my Insta stories, um, I I did do a highlight uh, called Norway. So you can go there and you can look (gasps) at them. I mean, seriously, you guys, I know sometimes you think... You know, you have a list. Do you ever talk at dinner parties about, like, what's your bucket list of travel places? Where oh, do you yeah. want to go next? And Norway might not be always front of mind, top of mind. It was so stunning. Mm. It was oh, so yay. stunning. And it was really fun. I went with a whole group of TCL viewers. So you'll get to see those stories coming up next week on Twin Cities Live. Um, but a lot of people 
almost everyone who went has Norwegian heritage. And a lot of people were like going to places where their family was from or had a cousin there. So it was really great. So if I, um, if I'm delayed on any dirt, I was really unplugged. Just tell me, say, move on. We already know that one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll give you an old story. So basically, so basically what, what it's like to do the dirt alert with Lori and Julia. Is that what you're (laughs) saying? Yes. You tell me what to do. You tell me what to do. Okay. But the big story before I was in Norway, I was in London actually. We did like a little pre-stay for three days and I got to see Buckingham Palace and of course, um, you know, everything that's fun about London. And it was all a buzz about when Meghan Markle is going to go into labor. And the story this morning is that, yes, she is in fact in labor, that she went into labor in the early hours of this morning. So Buckingham Palace confirmed that. Monday afternoon, London time. Everybody, the time change oh. situation is so strange. Yeah. Um, but they previously said that they were going to be keeping details of the birth under wraps and that they've made a personal decision to keep the plans around their arrival of their baby private. That's what the palace said previously. Mm-hmm. And then they'll share the news once they've had an opportunity to celebrate privately as a new family. Mm. Hey, that's all we can expect. Oh, gosh, I think that's great. I have often thought that that whole tradition of standing out on the hospital steps like hours after you've given birth, holding mm-hmm. the baby is oh. so traumatizing. I would have been fully traumatized by that. Well, and what yeah. pressure to feel like you need to do that. I know. And I, what if odd, like not it's that so goes against instincts, which is to like nest and protect your little baby. And, yeah. you know, and then it's like, let me stand out here with a thousand flashbulbs right in the public, never knowing who's around. I don't know. I think this is a good move, and I hope that things shift in this direction. So we'll keep you posted throughout the day when we find out about royal baby news. Mm. Um, I know you guys are going to be interested in this because you love the morning news info. And CBS today confirmed a huge shakeup at the network's morning and evening news programs. And that's just after The Post talked about it. So CBS confirming what The Post reported. Uh, which is that Nora O'Donnell will be leaving the program this summer to replace Jeff Glore as the anchor of CBS Evening News. Mm. Yep. Bye, Jeff. Yeah. John Dickerson is also exiting the show for 60 Minutes, uh, leaving Gail King as the only remaining uh, co-host. So Anthony Mason is going to join her. And then Tony, what? How do you, do you know how to say Tony's last name? Doka Peel? <laughs> Uh, uh, DeCopel. De okay. Yeah. So they're going to join her. And Gail said, this is a business about ratings. And when the ratings don't work, they make changes. And so they're making changes that they hope lead to better things. I mean, mm. what a bummer because Gail, Nora, and Charlie seemed to be unstoppable. I mean, they were, they were getting ratings that CBS hadn't had in the mornings for years and they Ever. were increasing at a rate that nobody was increasing and they were offering something totally different than the other morning news programs. And then Charlie Rose and his dirty oh. bird bathrobe had to ruin everything. Yep. Yeah. And then it, and then it, uh, the ratings started, but I still look, I, I got to support my own station. I watch, I watch my station, but I make no secret I don't hide it. I love CBS this morning so because I. I I want news in the morning. Yeah. I, I look. I flip around too, um, but I I don't want fluff. I don't want I, I, I don't want people dressed up as Peter Pan. I want news, and I got to tell you, I like their format, I and I like Gail, and I like Tony. The the two new people coming on, 
I like them too. I think it's going to be fine. It's going to be Anthony Mason is great. I love him. He's fantastic. He's on the weekends, and I watch him on the weekends. Yeah, listen, I watch The Bachelor. I do my due diligence with ABC. (laughs) Yes, Yes. (laughs) totally. (laughs) And I promote it because I love it. Uh, Madonna announcing details of her upcoming Madam X tour today, and she's going to be playing super small venues, is what a source is telling Page Six. Smart. With New York stops, possibly including the Beacon Theater and Brooklyn Academy of Music. So there will be... Premium pricing for the first two rows. It's a few rows, which is being reported, but there's also going to be a lottery for fans to get $10 tickets to the shows. So um, they're saying these are going to be once in a lifetime events because they're just this smaller, more intimate idea. I love this idea. I think more artists should do this. Me too. And let's be clear. It's and I'm not just saying this because I love her, but let's be clear. She can still fill a stadium. I mean, she filled X the X just a couple years ago. However, I love that she's doing this rega- anyway because this is this is what we've never had before with I know, her. I know. What a great idea. It's a brilliant idea. Madam X, the album comes out on June 14th, so you can look forward to that. And then um, when we get the details on the tour dates, find out where they're going to be. But I hear seven dates in Brooklyn. Um, so fun to like plan a New York trip and go, right? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Now to some Chicago news. Uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, the story from TMZ this morning is that the cast of Empire wants him back, that they want him to be back on the show, including Taraji P. Henson and Terrence Howard, that they feel Jesse deserves a full shake, and that should include a full return to the show. Now, last week, Mm. Fox said he got an extension through season six, but also that it had no plans to bring his character back to the show. And then apparently, as soon as that announcement was made, Jussie's co-stars were calling all the bigwigs at Empire, pushing for his return. And they feel like his character was an incredibly important part of the show, and they don't feel his return will hurt ratings. I don't think so either. I think it would probably actually help ratings because people will be wondering what's going on. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Jamal is such an integral part of that show that without him, I how are they going to do that? I have no idea. Huh. But I think that they, um, I think, you know, people might think whatever you think about him, there's, there's an interest in, oh, if he's back on, there has been a lot more conversation about Empire. I bet their ratings will be up. Uh-huh. I don't think Which at this they're point. Suffering. <laughs> yeah, yeah they I don't suffering. think at this point it, it, anything's going to save that show. I it's really do. I think it's time to wrap it up. It's time to wrap it up. Oh gosh, you guys, I missed you. I missed your little voices. I missed all of it. It's nice to hear you again. Oh, good we to have you missed back. you. Good to have you back, Elizabeth Reese. Today at three on Twin Cities Live. Coming up on eight twenty eight. When we come back, you have a dream. She'll weave it. Uh huh. Dawn the Dream Weaver. When we return. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one and streaming around the earth on our fabulous app. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Hey, before we get to Don McLean and Dreamweaver, one more little entertainment note uh, within the last half hour. Uh, the new trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming has dropped and Ooh. A warning, if you have not Mm -hmm. seen Avengers, right? (laughs) if you have not seen The Last Avengers, do not, and I repeat, do not watch this trailer. Thank you very much. (laughs) Peace be with Um, you. Peace be with you, because uh, you will be... uh, you will. Uh, it's a lot of spoilers mm-hmm. if you yeah. if you haven't seen it. A uh, lot of spoilers. So just a little warning. But it's a fantastic trailer. If if uh, you can watch it, mm. eight thirty three. Here we go. <laughs>
Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Here we go. Dawn, take it away. Who do we have? Uh, we have our first dreamer is Julie. She's on the phone with us right now. Hi, Julie. Mm-hmm. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Great. Great. Go ahead and tell us about your dream. This is reoccurring, okay, right? Um, it's reoccurring. I just had it like two nights ago. Um, and it usually takes place in the gym, like at the gym or in a school. And it's I'm trying to search for an open restroom and every single bathroom is overflowing with poop Mm -hmm. and i can't Uh find one to go in and that's the dream and then i never find i don't know what happens if i found one or not but (laughs) yes that's the yeah okay um i actually have these dreams as well so we must be alike um i dream about being in an airport and i'm going to the bathroom in the middle of just a major walkway where there's a toilet (laughs) uh so when you think about what the form and function of a toilet is it's like you know it's it's accepting <laughs> receiving um things that are good. being eliminated it's waste so um you're sometimes you get in a state of mind where you're in a place of learning by the way it's like you're learning new things and you have a hard time um getting rid of all of those unnecessary thoughts that aren't really helping you at all it's things that you know that you need to get rid of maybe old ways of thinking. Um, okay. So that's what the poop is. <laughs> and you find yourself overwhelmed with um, the details of getting rid of things that you don't need in order to learn and progress in your life. Okay. So that's Makes what, sense. Yeah. It's a, you have those dreams whenever you're feeling overwhelmed with your own thoughts that you know are not productive for you that you need to get rid of. Okay. Okay. Oof. I have those a lot. I guess I got some work to do. (laughs) Yeah, and all the aspects of yourself, you know, we have all those people within ourselves. Those are the other people in your dream. Um, Apparently, those are parts of you that you aren't super familiar with that you've left behind because you don't know who's pooping. It's just the poops there. (laughs) Okay, Julie, think about that. Thank you. Julie, thank you you for the best dream we've ever had in this segment. Thank you. It's been fantastic. Okay. And and just before Dawn takes back over, I I forgot to remind everyone, but you're already doing a good job. Uh, Please be as concise as you can, Mm -hmm. Dawn. Back to you. Thank you. All right. We have Jane. She's on the phone with us next. Hi, Jane. Tell us about your dream. Hi. Hi. Okay, so I dreamt last night that I was having a girls' weekend in John Stamos' house. Okay. He had offered to host our girls' weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I showed up late, and the other girls had trashed the house Mm -hmm. with food everywhere. And then John Stamos' wife asked me if I could please do the dishes and vacuum. (laughs) And all of my girlfriends left, and I was left to do it by myself. Okay. Okay, so you're dreaming about your conscious mind, okay? This isn't a subconscious thing. This is your this is your conscious mind, how you move about the world in your waking life. There are a whole bunch of different parts of yourself that you feel like sort of, hmm, there's ways that you act that you feel like there's one part of you that has to clean up the pieces for you, and you really have to 
that's an imagined part of yourself. That's when we dream about celebrities, we're dreaming about an imagined part. So you're not fully, you don't fully believe that that person within you that cleans up all the messes for the other aspects of yourself is real. Okay, but you're doing, oh. you know, your soul's just kind of reminding you, yeah, that person is there, but it's also reflecting on the fact that you don't feel like you're, that you're carrying all the weight for the other aspects. So oh. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but um, you sort of feel like you can cause some havoc and then you have to pick up the pieces sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. I'm going to need to process that okay. one. Thank you. No problem. All right. Have a great day. Okay, we're moving on to Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Tell us about Hi, your dream. Hi. Hi. Um, well, it's a, in the family room of the farmhouse that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't water. It was just a yard out there. But um, water goes, uh, it's, it's, uh, water is rushing by the house, mm-hmm. and there's a red swan that stops in front of the window and just looks at me. It's a really big red swan. Okay. Okay, so this you're dreaming about an you're dreaming about an old farmhouse that you lived in. This is the actual house. Yes. Okay, this is a time you're reflecting on an old way of thinking, and um, it's something that is a core value probably to you that you use from time to time. That swan is a habit that you have, mm-hmm. and it is um, birds are um, they sort of reflect. There are habits, but they also reflect the patterns in your mind because they can fly. And so, um, and it's also something that you admire about yourself that you feel is beautiful. So sometimes whenever you're experiencing something that could be difficult, like because the water is rushing by, it's a conscious life experience. You see how you handle that situation. It's a repeated pattern that is old with you. So maybe it's like whenever things are tough, I always go into where I'm generous or I am kind and caring to other people. Okay. okay, so you are admiring the beauty of a quality that you have. Mm. All right. Okay. That's. I, I mean, it wasn't like the swan wasn't like terrifying or anything, was it? No, no, no. Okay. It, but it was. Yeah, it's just Odd. like staring at me. But so the red, the red has to do with. Uh, that is it indicates the the level of consciousness, and if it's in technicolor like that and it's red, that's um, in a spiritual level of consciousness. So it's just uh, something that means. Something to you that is spiritual on a spiritual yeah. level, an emotional oh. spiritual level. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll have Th- to think about that. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you, Sharon. Okay, thank you. All right. I'm glad it wasn't a bloody swan. No, exactly. I like that. had like demon teeth. All right. Like, okay. We have Diane next. Hi, Diane. Tell us about your dream. Yes. Hi. I have a recurring dream about going into, it might be several different houses, but I always find secret rooms. Mm hmm. And one of the most spectacular dreams was going into a, a vintage like uh, house, and the house has got cobwebs. And then we walk through and go open the kitchen door, and it's full of colored glass. And that's the room is bright mm-hmm. and all this colored glass. And I might add that my ninety-seven-year-old mother collects green glass, so she kind of passed that on to mm. her daughters. Okay. All right. Well, um, this is you're dreaming about your mind because a house is your mind and a dream. There are you are fully aware that there are hidden secret treasure treasures within your own mind. So you're always discovering new things about yourself and the way that you think. Um, as far as the glass, you know, that reflects light. So these are this is a great dream because you're always discovering something new about yourself. 
And you also appreciate the fact that you're probably pretty smart. You've probably been told that in your you're life. You're smart, Diane. You're smart, <laughs> That's good girl. to know. Yeah, that, you know, you, you aren't somebody that just takes something for face value. You, you're a deep thinker. You um, consider things deeper maybe than other people do and your soul's just reaffirming that going look at the other things we found oh another hidden room here with uh, some brilliant things so that is what you're dreaming about your mind makes sense okay diane have a great day bye and one more dawn (laughs) okay uh kathy's on the phone with us thanks for waiting so long kathy tell us about your dream well my dream is that i want to preface it by telling you that Recently, I found a small centipede in a bowl of water I had on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, after that actually happened, I remembered a dream that I was standing in a room by a wall with a man. And suddenly, I looked at the floor, mm-hmm. my board in the floor, and mm-hmm. there were about seven centipedes crawling there. Okay. And that's all I remember. And I rarely remember dreams. Yeah. How was the... Do you know anything about the man or did he... No. Okay. All right. Well, you're dreaming about your subconscious mind. That's who the man is. It's a way that you could um, create something with. And um, the centipedes are habits that you have. So uh, this is just... You're dreaming about habits that you have that has to do with your subconscious mind that you're not very familiar with. Mm-hmm. And um, these are little things that could help you create something new. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it That's could good. end up, you could open up new doors for yourself. Okay. Yeah. But That's you really have thing. to dig deep. That's sure. Food for thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. Well, thank you for thank your you. interpretation. Thanks, Mom. Thank you. Kathy, there we go, Dreamweavers. <laughs> if you have a dream and you didn't get through, don't worry. Dawn weaves every Monday. Join us here. Uh, it is 843. Hey, everybody. Monday also means a new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers has dropped. I said dumped earlier and given our uh, toilet conversation earlier. Uh, uh, drop. Uh, this one, I, I think, is really valuable. It's really Colin's uh, expertise in organizing. We kind of go through the things, the steps that we do before every trip that you should do. Um, from how to organize your fast pass to maximizing your time to booking the right hotel. What do you do when you get there? Like, what should you do first? It's all about organizing. So find uh, the latest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers um, wherever you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podcast One. Uh, it is 8.44. We're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this. Time now for On Hell, Out of Context. You don't know we're uncle. He's weird, so... That stuff, maybe, it, they're selling his stuff, that'd be funky. And you know what? Not that funky in your hands. <laughs> no. This has been On Hell, Out of Context. There we go. And for our Spanish-speaking friends. Ahora, tiempo para Ángel, sin contexto. Hey, you, be careful as you're driving. Ese fue Ángel. <laughs> Sin contexto. There we go. Welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. I said earlier I went to the Garth Brooks concert, uh, Brooks concert over the weekend, and my first concert at U.S. Bank Stadium. I've never been there for a, for a, for a show. 
And my bottom line is, I, I'm not a country music fan. I don't know a lot of Garth Brooks songs. I went because my family went. I had a good time. I did feel a little lost uh, in the middle of the concert. I was like, okay, I don't know the song. Everyone's singing. Everyone's looking like they have a good, good time. And I'm just kind of swaying. Um, but... I will say that I get what the hype is. The I, I get what people are saying. The guy puts on such an amazing show. And, I mean, uh, look, it takes a lot for a single performer to carry a show like that, to carry an arena show. And he did it. And he's... He's just—he seems very humble and relatable, and I—I really—I got a—I got that sense. And from from a couple of people that I talked to that worked the event, he was like that behind the scenes too during his stay. And I guess Minneapolis is the only stop on this tour that has two shows. Really? Yeah. So that's that's a big deal, I guess. You know, we we are a large country market here. So, um, and it cool. was—I mean, we went Saturday. I heard Friday in comparison was a little better than than Saturday, but I I didn't really notice. I will say that two things, um, two final things. First, I do understand what people are saying about concerts at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, I I was on the floor, and it it was hard to understand his vocals. And I I my comparison was like if you're watching a television show, like if if you have a surround sound system at your house. You know the center speaker is where all the uh, the vocals come uh, are are projected in, mm. and then the you know your side speakers are where the atmosphere the the ambient noise. It's almost like someone had turned down the center speaker, and you were just hearing reverberations. It, it, it his vocals weren't very clear. It was a little echoey, and it's it's the glass, it's the architecture, it's the sound bouncing off the different angles in that beautiful stadium. I don't know if they can correct that. Um, I guess from what I understand, it, this was even better than some past concerts. But I, for my first time, I will say I, I get it. I, I noticed it. Also, before Don and Steve come in here, one yeah. last note to the woman that accosted me as I was walking up the stadium to leave. To the woman that grabbed me, pulled me to her and stuck her tongue in my mouth. Um, oh if you gosh. ever do that again, I will slap you across your forehead. Do you remember what she looked like? No, I don't. Oh, and then whoever no. she was with, like, snapped a picture. And I was like, delete that immediately. Ew. And I don't know if they did, but it was so gross. And I felt like so kind of like, ugh. And I'm lucky I didn't fall because I was, you know, that stadium's rather steep. And I'm yeah. climbing up the <laughs> climb. And all I want to do was get out of there. Yeah. And she grabbed me, bear hugged me, and then went to kiss me. And I'm like, oh, my God. She stuck her tongue in my mouth. That and it was so inappropriate. Vile. So, anyway. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Gross. Yeah. Oh, well. What? Yeah, Donna, you heard that <laughs> right. A stranger? Yes. Yeah. A woman, uh, as I was leaving Garth Brooks, uh, grabbed me, bear hugged me, and then stuck her tongue in my mouth. Why, you know, and why would anybody think that that's okay to do? Right? Disgusting. Oh, man. I I wouldn't even like it. Blame it on the alcohol? Did you taste some uh, vodka or uh, something? uh, Gross. Yeah, I, 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 I. I wouldn't even like it if it was like a hot guy. You know what I mean? It's just so no, inappropriate. Or even your husband. Yeah, it's um, a violation. I'm violation. Yeah. That was yeah. what I was thinking of. Yes. Ugh. Oh, man. Like, Sorry. Yeah. That's crappy. Anyway, what do you guys have coming up in your show? Well, Steve's got some news. 
I have news that I will share that I shared it. Uh, we're expecting a fourth baby in the Patterson yeah. group. Yeah. So we'll share a little bit more about that as we process just the concept of another child in our home. Oh, two yes. by two. That's the best way to travel. Yeah, it's a boy. We're very excited about that. And we we found that out live I on saw the show. Your clip. We did this egg thing where we were smashing eggs on our head. And oh, uh, and it was very fun. And then we did something separate with the kids that night. So it was it was a really fun, uh, fun Friday. So And we have other baby news, too. Yes, we, yes not yes. to be overshadowed. He's so. here. The royal baby boy has Aww. arrived. Aww. Aww. Babies everywhere. That's coming up next. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid out there that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Have a fantastic day today. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.